0: Bush and Richie with another Hometime podcast. You're going to hear later in the show some chat about furniture. Uh, Won't tell you exactly what right now. Hook them in, (laughs) Richie. hook them in. (laughs) Um, They're here already. Uh, They're not going to go away, surely, at this point. Well, I don't know. I don't want to put that thought (laughs) in their mind. Stay where you are. Bush, I've got no furniture whatsoever in my lounge right now. Absolutely none. Whoa, how come? Well, as they're going to discover for one part. Oh, okay. But then something new's going to arrive. and We've got a new sofa coming in a week's time. So right now, absolutely nothing. So would you ever just watch telly but just completely sat on nothing? Like, basically lounge on carpet? The weird thing is,
1: I sit on the floor quite a bit to watch TV. Do you? My mum and dad find it very bizarre, but I will sit on the floor with my arms onto on the bottom of the couch. Where do you stand like. on beanbags in 2021? Don't like beanbags. Do you not like beanbags? Don't, they, they. I remember starting. I don't. I won't say which company it was I worked for, uh, but there was. We used to have to go for these awful breakout sessions where we would type of get training in in different things, and we would all have to sit on beanbags and talk about team ethics and stuff. I used to hate it.
0: Do you think that then? Your verdict on beanbags is tainted by that rather than the beanbag itself.
1: Yeah, I do. I feel like being being told about uh, customer service and always always answer the phone with a smile. Uh, that that's ruined beanbags for me.
0: I've just got a feeling that with the, the the time and effort that has been spent on the home decor at home, I think if I pitch to my wife about a beanbag it's not going to go well
1: well your I've got an idea right completely empty room at the moment as it is but before that couch arrives just yeah. try some other stuff out ball pit <laughs> how good would that be <laughs> a load of plastic balls dive straight in there <laughs> pop up to watch football <laughs> Turn, if back it down turns again. out it's
0: really really good we may be
1: able to cancel that sofa before it arrives a week today the Richie Firth soft play opening <laughs> wear 2021 <laughs> for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. After three weeks of top-level trade battling, it is time for the moment of truth.
0: The day is here, it's the final of the Hometime Trade Euro Championships. After an epic battle through the group and knockout stages, we introduce our two trades battling out for the much-sought-after trophy. It's plumbers and electricians. And there can only be one winner. Sometimes in sports you get a final of a tournament and you kind of think to yourself, how did they get there? It's a bit of a surprise. Well, you can't argue about plumbers versus electricians. There were eight trades at the beginning of this all and they topped their groups convincingly. The gardeners, the brickies, the painters, the carpenters, the plasterers, the carpet fitters. They didn't get a look in.
1: Plumbers and electricians way out in front so these guys are at the very peak of their powers uh, there can only be one winner though you guys get to have your say we're going to be running a vote on Twitter during the course of the show at Absolute Radio make sure you find it and cast your vote which trade do you think is the best plumbers or electricians and please give supporting evidence as to why you've made that decision
0: you can text your thoughts throughout 8 12 15 once again just let us know plasterers or electricians and let us know why don't just don't just cast out the name of that trade tell us your opinion if you are one of them, maybe you want to come on and really
1: fight your cause. Graham says it's poo herders versus actual gods, not even a debate. People have got very strong <laughs> feelings about this. Rob in
0: Orpington says plumbing ain't that hard. Water runs downhill. We all know that. Or BN9 says plumbers, we are the elite trade of them all. Now, much like the quarter final for England on Saturday night, we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah. Um, an early lead, but I'm not going to tell you who for, because we're
1: expecting a full-time whistle around about six o'clock on this tonight, we're hoping. Give or take extra time <laughs> and VAR, that kind of stuff. Danny, you got something to say, something to tell the group, is that right?
2: Yeah, I do. It's, it's a bit of a personal story. So last October, due to COVID, uh, I got a redundant, and um, I had to make a change. Obviously, I've got a family, or I've got kids, you know, and I needed something that, that I can take anywhere that I wanted to take it with. So I invested in plumbing, you know, thank God, in January, I got accepted for an underployed heating firm. And, right. um, and it's, yeah, it's literally changed mine and my family's life.
1: What were you doing before that? You said you had this kind of change. What was your job up until yeah, the whole so, redundancy?
2: Yeah, so I was working at uh, London City Airport on the ramp with the aircraft. And obviously, previous I was a So i go from a hairdresser to the plumbing. That's another backstory. Only. Oh,
1: wow. Varied, yeah. varied career path so far yeah. then, Dan.
2: Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very creative. Um, and again, look, you can't live without water, guys. Just think about it. You cannot live without water.
0: Can't live without water. It has can't been a, a trade that has welcomed you into its bosom at a time of crisis.
1: Um, yes. This is quite some compelling, you know, vote. In terms of your job so far on the, in that trade, how have you dealt with electricians? What do you think of them as your competitors, your rivals in this final? I'll tell
2: you what, I'll be honest, mate. They're very, very messy. I don't think not one of them has seen a broomstick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you cast your vote, Dan. Good to speak to you.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Look, I've got an issue with our milkman, but I feel bad saying anything. I don't want to, don't want to get into an argument with them. Do you know what I mean, I don't like conflict or stress, that kind of thing. So we've just recently had stuff start to be delivered, like uh, getting milk on the doorsteps. An amazing thing! Mm. It's quite old school. Reminds me of being a kid, and it's lovely to have old-fashioned milk bottles on the doorstep. Yeah, it's a brilliant thing! You can get loads of other stuff as well, like orange juice and that. Great. The problem is, our milkman delivers them at midnight. Wow! So at like twelve to twelve thirty, always the same couple of nights of the week. Thing is, I'm still up. Right. I'm still. I, I, I'm one of those people who goes to bed quite late, yeah. so I can hear him. Might as well just go to the door and get it. But almost like you know, uh, Christmas, I'll stay in bed and wait, and should wait mm. until the next morning. And I just, I, I just wanted to talk about it uh, on the show right now because I feel bad saying this. And if this was a news piece, I'd probably be blurred out in front of some blinds to just protect my identity. Uh, but I don't feel like that's in the spirit of milk money. I thought that the idea
0: of your milk delivery was that it was there ready for your breakfast in the morning so maybe it's kind of like a five o'clock six o'clock delivery if it's been sat there since twelve couple of problems first of all during the summer it's going to get a little bit warm yeah totally and then you also, depending on where you are, you, you you could have milk theft.
1: They could have milk theft. It's out there for everyone to see. I think the, the, the thing for me is it explodes the kind of myth that's been built up around uh, milkmen that they've developed and cultivated over time, which is that kind of knockabout fun, cheeky chappy, mm. dawn chorus, tip of the hat to foxes, whistling, that kind of thing. I mean, if you read The Tiger That Came to Tea, like one of uh, my youngest daughter, Thea's favourite books, the, the milkman's in that. He's knocking around in the morning. Yeah, of course. Well, Paul's tweet to say, right, my milkman delivers around half ten at night the night before. Really? He says, in my youth as as a milkman, always started between 4am and 6am, depending on the round that I was doing. Uh, So it seems like I'm not the only one here that's got an unusual milk delivery time. When did did this
0: all change? I remember as a kid, they arrived first thing in the
1: morning. This was never a midnight business. My dad used to tell me my brother this amazing story of him getting a lift home from a night out in Liverpool at four o'clock in the morning from a milkman. He was doing his rounds. He sat on the back of the truck. Will there be a milkman? whistleblower willing to get in touch with the show tonight. We need a major investigation uh, into milk delivery times, that's for sure. Please uh, get in touch with the call centre right now. A little bit like Watchdog, people are ready to take your call. Mike
0: in Fleet is annoyed with his, even though his does come at three till four in the morning. He okay. says he rearranges every single bottle on his milk truck right outside my bedroom window. <laughs> then he reverses out of our road and has the, the squeakiest brakes
1: in the world. The really annoying thing? Delivering to the neighbour. Oh, so he's not even going to get milk at the end of it. <laughs> Getting no benefit, no. Uh, East London Dave says, Bush, probably the same as you are one, around 2am in South End. Abby says ours comes at 11pm. Uh, Mary says our milk comes at 11.30. The ring doorbell lets us know it's been delivered. Be happy if we came at tea time. Saves us getting out of bed to get the milk. Oh, no, your ring doorbell is a modern-day enemy, then, of the milkman, isn't it? This is showing them up on CCTV. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is not an attack on milkies. Not we're at gonna, all. Not at all, but we just want an investigation uh, into the actual delivery times across the UK in 2021. So uh, the amount of ring doorbells that have been capturing live milkman action uh, yeah. have been coming into the show is unbelievable. Uh, Dave says, we've only just started having milk delivered and he delivers it around midnight as well it looks like he's wearing a boiler suit from Breaking Bad mixed with the white <laughs> costume from A Clockwork Orange which is also a worry
0: they're getting a bit of a bad press though there are some helpful ones out there Dave you've got a story about one
2: I've basically just been out on a ridiculously big night suffering on a long walk home so uh-huh. he just handed it uh, gave us a friendly wave at 5am and uh, gave us a a couple of bottles of uh, orange juice I was very kind of
1: him. Wow, so yeah. the, the key points here are it was 5am around the time that we were we were thinking that uh, milkmen are doing their deliveries. Secondly, he gave yeah. you and your mates who were parched because of a night out uh, a few a few free bottles of orange juice each, which is a lovely thing.
2: Yeah, it was very kind of him. We pan uh, really needed it at the
1: time, I have to say. Because <laughs> sometimes when you when you're really really dehydrated like that, that must have just been like a gift from heaven in many ways to you. Yeah, it was uh, like nectar from the gods at the time. It was like nectar from the gods. And
0: no money exchanged hands whatsoever. There was no tab. No, no tab. But all
2: free. free uh, smiling and uh, handed
1: over to us. Would you? Would you been tempted by a lift? Did he offer you a lift on the back of his uh, his milk <laughs> buggy? Is that the word? Buggy. Uh, I think it might have been a bit slower than actually continuing to walk.
0: To be honest. <laughs> End of the round. The battery is on low. <laughs> A strange and emotional morning for me that I need to uh, tell you about. Bush. Uh, do you have a special chair that is yours at home?
1: A special chair. I wish I did, but I, I don't have any alignment with any particular chair.
0: Maybe sadly. it's just me. I don't. I don't think it will be. I'd like to hear from you if you if you have a special chair. I would define that as the the chair that you watch telly in. The chair that if you walk into the lounge and someone else is sat in your special chair, you give them the daggers.
1: It's your chair. It's almost like if you, if something bad was happening to you and your chair is still in the lounge yes it, it, your, your kind of vibe is still there it's almost yeah. like you're in the room
0: yeah if you think about Frasier Fraser's dad had his chair and you it, wouldn't sit in it you wouldn't years. sit in it no it's a battered old chair so I've got my chair okay I've had it about five six years off of Gumtree paid nothing for it uh-huh. uh, it's been held together by masking tape it was really really old but it was bu- <laughs> this beautiful wing backed leather chair
1: it, it looked like it had seen uh, when we were over your, your place last time when we were burning them signs, yes. Uh, again, it had gaffer tape all over it. Yeah. But it looked like it seemed, uh, you know, a little bit like you know the way R two D two turned up in the start of Star Wars. Yes. He'd clearly had some action beforehand. <laughs> yeah. There was a backstory to it.
0: There's definitely a backstory to that chair. My, I, I'm not really part of most of it, but I love that chair. It's so comfortable. And I'd said to myself one day, I'll get this chair redone, get it sorted out. Okay. re reupholstered is that the re-up-holstered word? Reupholstered is the word. And today, Bush is that day. I spent my morning driving half the way round the M25 to drop this chair off at a re-upholsterer's. And the earliest I'm going to see it is in another four weeks' time. Oh, wow. So they're going to do four weeks' worth of, like, dolling up? Oh, yeah, dolling up. It's, it's got to have all its leather studs taken out of it. It's got to have its little uh, its little buttons put back in. There's going to be a new felt put over it.
1: Oh, because it's kind of shiny leather at the moment. You're going for, like, a felt, radiant re- yeah, type look. It,
0: it was brown leather yeah. with buttons masking tape it's going to come back it's going to be a navy velour felt it'd be like sitting on napoleon's lap that's <laughs> exactly those wooden legs. what i'm hoping wow so if you have a special chair all right reassure
1: me that it's not just me and tell me about your special chair i really want a special chair i don't i don't have a special chair or an allocated chair in our house i would love and i've walked past these a couple of times actually and just sta- stared at them through a shop window i'd love a rocking chair they are something that as the years go on you know you're more Entitled to? I'd absolutely love one. It'd be like, do you remember the Beverly Hillbillies? Yes. When that was on telly? it would be yeah. like the old lady on top of the lorry, and that. I'd love a love a rocking chair. I
0: tell you what, I did like as an addition to the house was the old nursing chair. You know, when Rocco turned up, the nursing chair. That's your that's your pedigree rocking chair. That is.
1: Oh, one of those
0: special ones. Yes. I see what you mean? Yes. Maybe
1: I'll look into one. Oh. Give us the details for that gum tree. <laughs> I'll let you that know. Bear gum tree.
0: Uh, tell us about your special <laughs> chairs. If you have one, Lee's hanging on to tell us about not one but two for him and his flatmate Richard Lee what's the deal then yeah,
2: so we moved in together and we decided that you know we've always wanted the, the Jerry and Chandler chairs so uh, we, we bought our own brown leather recliners um, they're set they're set up in opposite corners facing the TV of course and uh, mine is called Cecile and his is called Renee I don't know why I can't even remember how that happened
1: amazing and have they got the lazy boy style foot rest that comes out if you recline into them yes our cup holder either side you can hold two cups that is unbelievable.
0: Oh, wow. I wonder whether it's too late to call the reupholsterers and to see if they can put on some kind of reclining mechanism because that is something that my chair doesn't do.
1: Fax through a picture of Cecile and see whether <laughs> they can go from there. How, I've got a question for you, though, right? Because I was obsessed with the, the whole friend's chairs thing that uh, Chandler and Joe had. They are amazing. Do you, do you press a button to make the, the foot come out or how does it know that you want to lie back?
2: our ones you literally just push back so you just press your palms on the armrest and you just push back and it goes back and the footrest comes out automatically i wish i had the lever because then we could do the whole draw thing but unfortunately (laughs) we didn't we didn't get it all
1: (laughs) that is amazing and have you been watching all the uh all the football in those two chairs we have indeed yeah (laughs) but what if your housemate goes and sits in your chair is that like weird
2: uh, it has happened and it is weird yeah because they're, they're on opposite sides so when it might, like, whenever I put stuff on the side it's on my right hand side so I don't like it being the opposite way around
1: <laughs> wow oh. <laughs> that's so specific I'm
0: going to have to name mine when it comes back we'll have a ceremony oh we should do we'll name it on
1: this show it has to be a French sexy name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Thierry. <laughs>
0: been asking if you have a, a special chair in your house, the one that is just yours, the one that if anyone else is sat in, they get looks. Turns out I'm not the only person. Andrew, tell us about yours. Well, it's,
2: it's an aluminium stool I have downstairs. I got it from the range near to me.
1: Yeah.
2: And I love it. I did use it for barbecuing quite a lot. And um, I use it mainly in the lounge to uh, sit on and I unfold it, and it's a really good sh- stool to play the guitar on. I can swing around, um, a drink, pick, pick different plectrums, uh, get my different uh, uh, music sheets. Wow. And I can, I can play away with it. So, does this mean it,
1: that when it, you, you say you use it to barbecue quite a lot, do you sit down when you barbecue? yeah but if you stick too close you, you get clouds and clouds of uh smoke in your, in your eyes do you, you I don't mind us
0: saying andrew I, I don't think i've seen anybody sit down to barbecue me neither i know it's weird i don't know <laughs> yes. why I did it uh,
2: it's, it's just it's weird when you've got a, either a charcoal barbecue or a, a gas barbecue The smoke just goes in your face and
1: it's just, it's ridiculous. So you're sitting down below the kind of smoke level then in that case?
2: Well, uh, it depends on the level of the the wind going into your face and... I, you, you often have to stand up and get away from it. it it's, it's, it's just, it, it's bizarre. I, I, oh. You know, I suppose in a way, it's, it's ridiculous that these things have ever, ever been invented. You're quite yeah.
0: You're quite right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, you must look like well, you're playing I, I, one big, like, organ or piano then set down there by, by your barbecue. <laughs>
2: I have used it for a a, a keyboard as
1: well. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) This is an amazing chair. You were saying, right, you haven't got
0: a special chair, but you wanted to have a rocking chair. I've always wanted a rocking chair at some point in my life. Text here says rocking chair on Bromsgrove Marketplace on Facebook
1: this morning, £40. Only if I can sit in it on top of your van, literally like the Beverly (laughs) Hillbillies. (laughs) a huge night for us here on Home Time after three weeks of uh, breakneck competition it's time for the final of the Trade European Championships it's plumbers versus electricians the two trades that top their groups but only one will be victorious and it's down to you locks you've been giving
0: your verdict since the show started at four this evening we're expecting a result within the next ten minutes uh, some last minute verdicts coming through Pete the plumber uh, is, is
1: on the line right now Pete who are you voting for I'm um, sure it's a Hard for you to guess, but it's funnily enough, plumbers. Plumbers, why plumbers? Why plumbers should win this competition in your in your opinion? Uh firstly, I am a plumber. Uh <laughs> those standing up moon. Secondly, um nobody wants to call out an electrician at almost near midnight because they've not got a switch working, have they?
0: That's a, point. That's a very, very, good, very point. good point. If I've got water coming through my ceiling or I've got no heating, then I would call you lot out. But if a light switch's gone at midnight, then I'd wait till the morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's if there was a lineup one of one. people and you didn't know what trade they were in, do you think you could spot an electrician just from how they looked? Uh, well, I can spot them from how much mess is from behind them because they don't <laughs> have to work a broom. we <laughs> get we're getting a few comments <laughs> about that? About is yeah. that true the messiness of electricians? Oh, yes. Mostly. I think
0: because these major tournaments happen every two years, the next time we have this tournament, I think the votes have got to be done on cleanliness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They definitely (laughs) lose, it seems. Thank you. Make sure you cast your vote, and we'll uh, reveal all soon. Will do. Thanks very much. Keith's on the line. Keith, what do you think of these two trades in the grand scheme of things? Uh, They're they're way
2: down the list.
1: Way down the list. Tell us what you think of Plumbers and Sparkies then, Keith. Very, very messy. They don't tidy up after the sales. Now, we've had a lot of people saying electricians are messy. You're saying plumbers are just as bad? Oh,
2: aye, aye. <laughs> I, I, used to collect, I used to collect up their copper and take it to the scrappies. <laughs>
1: Keith, wow. what do you do?
2: I'm a, I'm a Tyler.
1: OK, and you feel, I mean, no offence to you, you weren't represented in this Trade European Championships. We didn't have Tylers in there. Do you feel like you should have been in there? Uh,
2: we were only represented because we're the elite. <laughs> Too good
1: to be represented. As
0: we approach the final whistle of the final of the Trade European Championships, this is like someone's just coming out of work nowhere going, this is a terrible final. These are both, if you
1: had to vote for one of them, no, it had to go for one, plumbers or electricians, who's it going to be as we head towards uh, so that I'd big result?
2: I'd vote for one of them be plumbers because one of my best friends is a, a plumber. OK, so... Well, a couple of my friends are plumbers, but that's
1: what I would go for. OK, then. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. That's just like blood out of a stone there,
2: but I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, and no, very begrudging. Yeah, that's that me just been deleted off Facebook for half my pals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, Keith. <laughs> great power comes great responsibility, Keith. Your vote has been cast. Well done. Thank you. Painters and carpet fitters didn't even get a win in the whole tournament. Bit of an embarrassment, really.
0: Brickies and plasterers... They managed one each. Fair play. Gardeners and carpenters didn't disgrace themselves with a couple of wins each. They were even greeted at the airport when they got home. But the plumbers and the electricians... <laughs> 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 I've just got visions of gardeners. What's that. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky losers. Uh, the, the, the plumbers and the electricians both made
1: it through to the final, and what a final it has been tonight. has not it been amazing to hear from people, you know, not even people who are of that particular trade, yeah. just other people having their say on why they think they're good or bad or whatever.
0: It's evoked strong opinions, but there can only be one winner, and there is one winner, with 61.3% of the votes. Wow. So you'd have to say it's not even tight. It is a congratulations and a well done
1: to the well-lit and powered-up electricians! Well done, electricians, strong right from the start. Amazing stuff. If you if you see an electrician, you're near an electrician, I mean, if you're in a, even if you're in a trade that's not done so well in this tournament, do us a favour and make them a brew and say congratulations. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. We love the tweets you send to us and the messages you send to us during this show, particularly when you're having something for tea that you're so proud of that you want to tell Richie and I about it. Andy Nicholas has tweeted us to say, Guys, get a load of my tea tonight. Go on. Two, gi- two giant crumpets. Oh. I'm always getting emotional saying this. Oh. Two giant crumpets with sausages, cheese, bacon and black pudding to make a huge sandwich and Believe you me, look at the photo, it is a huge sandwich. And then he's added a dollop of brown sauce and a dollop of mayonnaise as well. It's a huge sandwich. Uh,
0: a, few, a few things on this. First of all, hats off to Warburton's for inventing the giant, cam- uh,
1: the, the, the giant crumpet. It's it really, uh, it's thing. an amazing thing, isn't it? It's like, it's like a wagon wheel.
0: I love a crumpet. I love two crumpets. The idea of them as a sandwich is amazing. I'm worried about one thing, Bush, and that's weeping. <laughs> right? It's because when when crumpets are hot and you butter them anyway, you know it, it weeps. The yeah. amount of stuff that's going in that and you scrunch it to—that's a messy. But I,
1: I feel like him combining dollop of mayo, dollop of brown sauce. He's encouraging the weep <laughs> in many ways. He's welcoming the weep. I think you'd need a bib. Yeah, you would need a bib, but I, I'd almost like put on an old tracksuit and let it go all over me.
0: I don't, Make want, the most of it. I, I don't want to be misconstrued, though. Despite the fact I've picked up on a couple of things here, would
1: I be in on this? Absolutely. Me too, 100%. Both crumpets facing inwards. It's a dream. Check it out on Twitter now at Absolute Radio. <laughs> so there you have it another show in the bag and just to return to bean bags at the beginning talking about bean bags mm. if you have bean bags in your lounge as part of your normal furniture you'll happily sit there and watch TV sat in a bean bag a little bit like you're doing a work breakout session let us know about it because we're going to have to come back to this Home time at absolute radio.co.uk you've been listening to the home time show on absolute radio when you go home you've been listening to the home time show the last, last bit of, of no guarantee soon may your tea will come Come. You can, can watch TV, TV and in your tracky bottoms. bottoms Until then we'll play we'll you songs And maybe send you, send you a tea, tea towel. towel The home time show is about the S6 Loop The bird invasion and the hate for Bing In the home time show we speak of pundit shoes And a the called Leona, Leona. Soon, Soon may your tea, your tea will come. come You can, can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. bottoms Until, until then we'll, we'll play you songs, songs And maybe, maybe send you a tea top. towel